you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Oh, well, it could have been better, Josh, because I've been uh, planning my weeks, recently anyway, around watching your Park Rush live streams. And the, this week, you disappointed our entire fan base by not no, no. doing any whatsoever. What the hell happened? What am I not uh, paying you for? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's a busy week in the end for me. Work overran uh, pretty much every day this week. So uh, start sort of eats into streaming time and uh, yeah, and, and then, then there's like eating dinner and then it's like, you know, um, by the time I, I actually get to stream, it'd be like a half hour stream. So what's the point? I'm not sure I'd buy that you're a busy man, given that last week you, you told the world that you plan to spend one of your precious days off clearing out some drawers. Uh, well, yes, that was my day off, though. How did that Tuesday go? Tuesday through, through Friday was, um, well, my room is still a state, so uh, I, don't, I don't know, bad. I've chucked some stuff away, at least. Anything... Anything notable that that you had? did you have any like Toy Story three moments like going out emptying a drawer, determined to throw something away, and then holding it in your hand and and memories coming flooding back and you thinking I can't do it. Um, I I have I still have uh, about four sooty videotapes. Oh wow! What in your drawers? Yeah, in my drawers. Do you have any means of actually watching these? Uh, no. Are they on Plex? They are not. Oh. I need a way of getting that off the tape and onto Plex. You could but... frame frame them, get like a sort of, like a pop-out frame to put a an old tape in for posterity. Well, I was um, obviously quite young when I had these tapes, uh, so they're a bit battered. You could put the boxes them... Boxes are a bit battered. You, you could put them on a stand underneath a fancy glass case like the rose in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Just yeah, dot them do. randomly around the house that you eventually get for yourself and just allow people to kind of discover them naturally. Good one. Yeah. But, um, well. Uh, I did also find um, an Iron Giant uh, box set. Uh, box set, I don't know if that's the right word, but right phrase. But uh, it had the videotape of uh, the Iron Giant, the book of the Iron Giant, and a little um, Iron Giant toy all in one box. Oh, wow. That's quite cool. Yeah. The Iron Giant is... I won that from Showcase Cinema at Blue Water. That's a very local reference. Yeah. Uh, for people that don't know, that's that's just down the road from the upcoming London resort. It is, yeah. So, there we are. You take a uh, fast track bus there. You could. From you, the London resort. You absolutely, you absolutely could. Um, well, I, I'm glad that Clearing Jaws has been at least somewhat productive for you, rediscovering sooty tapes and Iron Giant memorabilia. I suppose that's a better use of time than, well, doing nothing with it whatsoever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the bar is low, because uh, that's how I spend most of my free time, is just doing nothing. Uh, but, yeah, there's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a crazy, hectic news week. When isn't it, I suppose? But this week f yes. seemed particularly crazy, so I, I'm quite grateful for the weekend. And, and also, Josh, actually, one welcome piece of news was that uh, for inexplicable reasons, almost as if it's like the coronavirus equivalent of the Allies and the Germans deciding to spend Christmas Day playing football instead of shooting each other, 
Uh, the Prime Minister said he might drop the rule of six for Christmas Day. <laughs> as if the, oh, well, as if the virus nice is going to be like, no, 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 no. We can't go in there. Look, look at them. <laughs> They've got old people around. They're having turkey. Turkey. Uh, but Scrooge, Scrooge by the window, is that's what coronavirus is. Yeah, exactly. But I, my point was going to be that it means if we want to have this incredible uh, like five or six guest podcast special, Christmas Day is the only day to do it. So if we, if we want to fly in everyone from, you know, Park Stop and uh, uh, Thing Park Express and all the various other guests we've had on the show, if we want to fly them all in to Kent for a, for a mass podcast, it, it has to be Christmas Day. turkey in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but hey, uh, one, th- one thing I won't be doing uh, in the next few weeks is seeing James Bond. Because as we speculated oh. last week, it has been pushed again. And now won't be coming out until Daniel Craig is about 94. Uh, so there we are. There we are. Uh, there we are. Uh, let's move on, I suppose. Shall we, shall we dive into some theme park news? Because there's been some this week. Uh, quite, quite a bit again, actually, considering these unprecedented times. Theme parks, in fairness, have kept delivering news. And I feel like it's a tale of... Uh, a tale of two this week in that uh, Universal have had some pretty positive news to share about various projects. And Disney are, well, you said you mentioned Scrooge there just a second ago. And I'm getting some Scrooge vibes from what Disney have been up to. Shall we start with the good news yes. or the bad news, Josh? Uh, I feel like I, I want to just get the bad news done and out of the way. The bad news done and out the way. Okay, well, in that case, we will start with Disney who are laying off. 20,000, 28,000, sorry. 28,000. It's even worse. 28,000 cast members, or not necessarily cast, but theme park staff. Um, This is mostly going to affect Florida and California. Florida obviously being the the Walt Disney World Resort, being their biggest uh, employment, uh, biggest place of employment that, that the Disney theme parks have and in California of course because it still hasn't reopened since closing back in March because of coronavirus so the the foreign theme parks the international theme parks aren't affected by this so your Paris your Tokyo etc but uh, 28,000 Josh that's that's crazy that's a lot of people like over the week uh if you've been on kind of Disney Twitter Dis Twitter I try not um, to be to be honest no, but uh, people, uh, you know, saying, well, you know, I've been laid off. That's it. That's it for me. Um, and it's kind of like every other tweet is just someone being laid off. And it's it's really brutal, especially because <sighs> it's a shame. It's a real shame. Well, I mean, we've spoken before about how, uh, you know, uh, the, the way the workforce is treated, even when they were employed, was uh, or left a lot to be desired. And, you know, pays not great. You hear stories about people having to sleep in their cars and things like that, not helped by the fact in terms of wages that I think that, you know, the majority of the workforce and I think the majority of those affected by these layoffs are actually part-time as well. Yeah. So, and it, so yeah, it's brutal. And, like, you know, no one can argue that the the business model for a theme park has been changed massively this year. And I don't want to try and pretend that it's not been difficult for Disney in some ways but it's all relative, right? You know, a massive conglomerate like Disney is going to be just fine in the end. But these people that earn, you know, 
a, a pretty paltry sum anyway um, and are now earning nothing. And it's worth noting too that they were furloughed when the park shut. I think they kept being paid up until some point in April and then got furloughed and that means something different out there in the US than it does here. They weren't getting yeah. their pay or any part of their pay. They were still getting their benefits. So, for, for example, health insurance, but they weren't getting their pay. So in terms of an income, they were going to have to either be, you know, getting nothing or looking elsewhere. And now, of course, they, you know, once they're laid off, they won't even have the benefits of, of health insurance and, and whatever else might have been included in their contracts. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, it's absolutely savage and it doesn't sit well with me, especially because, I mean, earlier in the year, Disney did, you know, obviously briefed the news sites and whatnot about how all the senior execs were taking pay cuts. I think Bob Chapek cut 100% of his pay. Uh, and then a story came out in Deadline, I believe, last month saying that Disney had kind of quietly uh, reinstated the salaries of all their top brass. Um, and they didn't publicly announce that. I don't think they commented. They didn't provide Deadline with a comment, which is all says all you need to know, really, because they didn't deny it, but they didn't acknowledge it either because obviously it's bad PR. Um, and then here we are, you know, a month after that's happened, they're laying off 28,000 people. It's... it's- it's it's frustrating, right? Because you know the the parks are really bloody expensive. Uh, they've been reducing the amount of staff every t- all the time. Anyway, um, they get paid very little to begin with, uh, and the experience has re- reduced over the years. And now to do this is kind of disgusting. Uh, considering how much Disney is worth and how much Disney has in the bank, I guess you could say. Um, it's, you know, you look after your own first and that they pay you back in, you know, tenfold over the rest of the time, you know. If you stick by them now, they're going to be far more appreciative of it when everything opens back up. But, um, you know, instead they've cast them aside and these people now have to try and find jobs in a terrible job market. Exactly. And, and as you know, what, what will people think moving forward? You know, if this sticks in people's minds, you know, if there comes a point where Disney want to start, well, for a start, you know, what are the people who have managed to keep their jobs? What do they think about what's happened here? Cause no doubt the people that have been let go will include, you know, friends of theirs, maybe even family of theirs. And then also moving yeah. forward, you know, Disney get to a point where they're like, oh, we want to staff up again. I mean, look, I don't want, look, I, I realise it's not as black and white as this. And ultimately, if you're struggling and all of a sudden there's a job at Disney going, you're, you're probably going to ignore what they've done previously and just be grateful for a job. But I'm sure, you know, from a optics perspective, it will look awful. And I'm sure there will be people who think, well, you know, it's a job, I suppose. But what happens if things go south again? You're just going to. You're just going to get rid of me at the first sign of trouble. So, well, I think the problem the, the problem is is that Disney can get away of it, right? They're Disney. People aren't going to stop going. People aren't mm-hmm. going to stop making videos and podcasts about it. You know, we're not going to suddenly stop talking about them. Um, and people are still going to work want to work at Disney World. So, yeah, yeah, they can get away with it. That's if they couldn't get away with it, they wouldn't have done it. But they can, so they will. It's very true. Yes, and well, yeah, I mean, there has to be a degree of self-awareness here and that I suppose, 
uh, we are in some form part of the problem. We we get excited by Disney generally, Disney World and, and the theme parks and everything. You know, if we didn't enjoy Disney theme parks, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. But uh, it is also true what you say about the fact that, you know, the perception of the Disney experience, I think, has been compromised a little bit over recent years and uh, and and now sort of from a moral perspective as well what's happened during the pandemic i think has not uh, really shone a, a very positive light on the company whatsoever um the guy who had to deliver the news was uh, Josh Demaro who i think generally is actually very well thought of among uh, the disney uh, theme park fandom uh, he recently well, he was, was. He was, yes. Well, he was recently promoted to chairman of the Disney of Disney Parks overall, and um, he said, uh, "We have made the very difficult decision to begin the process of reducing our workforce at our parks, experiences, and products segment at all levels. Approximately twenty eight thousand domestic employees will be affected, of which about sixty seven percent are part time. Over the past several months, we've been forced to make a number of necessary adjustments to our business." And as difficult as this decision is today, we believe that the steps we are taking will enable us to emerge a more effective and efficient operation when we return to normal. And he said, we simply cannot responsibly stay fully staffed while operating at such limited capacity. Um, so, yeah, there we go. He said the move was heartbreaking, Josh. Heartbreaking. Yeah, but when you're not paying them in the first place, because they're all on furlough, you know, what's... Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, for me, that 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 just completely undermines the the argument from a from an economic perspective for Disney. I mean, they haven't even been paying them all this time. Uh, I mean, yes, they they they've as we said, they've been getting you know the the, the benefits uh, the, the besides the salary, but ultimately, you know, I know health insurance is obviously massively important in America, but you're not going to get very far without a salary of some description. Uh, so all these people that have been on furlough and now don't even have a job to to go back to and don't mm. get the benefits. Yep. So it sucks. Um, Disney did post a first quarterly loss this year, the first time in almost 20 years. Uh, it lost $4.72 billion in the three months up to the 27th of June, obviously, it's not just the fact that the theme parks have been shut and since they've reopened, they've been at a reduced capacity. They've also, you know, delayed a lot of their biggest films. Yeah, you know, the Marvel Mulan stuff didn't do as well as they wanted. Mulan did not. Mulan doesn't seem to have done particularly well. I believe it's done better than Tenet. Uh, you know, Tenet obviously made the move and said, right, we're going in the cinema. And imagine that's part of the reason why a, a film like Bond has been pushed back. I'd imagine Tenet was seen as kind of a uh, a bit of a watershed moment for okay, is it actually worth putting these movies out when half the world isn't going to the cinema right now? And I guess the answer they came to was no. But I don't think Mulan's. I think Mulan's done okay on Disney Plus. But again, from a kind of optics perspective, some of the stories that came out around the launch of Mulan were very distressing about where that movie was shot and uh, the involvement of the Chinese government, which was always suspected but the- became way more stark. The main actor being pro-China and anti-Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean that was known for a while, Doesn't but I think well in the Western world. No, absolutely not. But obviously, when you're kind of um, crediting in the credits of your big blockbuster movie, uh, Xinjiang Province, which is where all these alleged uh, human rights abuses are taking place, uh, that's uh, not a good yeah. look at all. So, nope. 
maybe corporations are scum, Josh. I'm just putting it out there. Maybe. And maybe a happy mascot maybe. can only do so much to shield this fact. The thing is, the thing is, corporations aren't scum, but the people that are running them are. They're just way out of touch, you know. I, I, it's not even that they're out of touch. That it's, it's they are guided by making more money to the detriment of everyone else, um, and that's a big, real big problem in our society, and that causes a big problem everywhere in our society. Um, and it's something that you know, um, people need to actually be more respectful of other people, and maybe we can solve this problem instead of everyone being. Looking after them, looking out for themselves and uh, their own pockets. It's very true. I can't see it happening. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Well, that's that. I mean, as you say, Josh, there's been lots of people, lots of reaction to this story online in the last few days. Obviously, if there is anyone listening to this who has been affected, then our thoughts are with you. I hope you're able to get back on your feet from this. Although, uh, yeah, as sure. you say, Josh, it is. Uh, a terrible jobs market to be trying to find a job in right now so yeah um but we well we we move on i suppose uh it's, it's a bit of a strange pivot at this point to go from that to uh all new rides but uh at least they're not disney rides i suppose that's the one that's the one thing uh we talked last week about the velocicoaster the jurassic world velocicoaster which has finally been confirmed have you heard of this josh uh yeah they uh they announced it last week right it's uh this new road coaster looks i don't know it's interesting they built they built it really quick uh, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing and then all of a sudden a week later it was basically a whole roller coaster it was mad it was mad it was i mean it was as if it was like a roller coaster tycoon project that's how quickly it <laughs> so, went up someone paused it someone just paused the <laughs> yeah paused the game slapped a load of track down bob's a good one uh, Bob's a good No, Bob's your uncle. Job's a good Bob's a good <laughs> Bob's a good Bob's a good I've just coined a new a new phrase. Um, so last week all we had was obviously all the pictures that everyone had seen over the last a few months and then also like, like one line from a, a press release. Uh, but this week we've got some concept art of, of the ride, which I think shows off some more uh, detail so confirmed you know uh, raptor models or maybe even animatronics seemingly will be uh, a big part of the attraction and come up pretty close to the track there's a nice waterfall feature by the looks of things as well and uh, doubling up with the concept art we got a little concept video as well which did look very rollercoaster tycoon uh, and that also looked very cool some fire effects involved as well by the looks of things so it looks Far more kind of visually engaging than maybe some had anticipated it being when this was first announced. I think people wondered whether it was going to be, in terms of theming, perhaps a little bit rudimentary, kind of maybe closer to something like Hulk than Hagrid. But hmm. this looks actually like it might, yeah, it's not going to be, I don't think, as heavily themed as a Hagrid coaster, but certainly more so than something like Hulk, which is exciting as far as I'm concerned. I think it looks really cool. What? What if, what, did you watch the clip? I assume you did. What did you make of it? Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I did. I thought it was really cool. Um, the launches look kind of cool. Uh, the top hat is a great feature, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be uh, should be a good rock, good one. I really appreciate how it's like diagonally opposite Hulk, in a way. No, across the lake. Diagonally is in the other theme park, Josh. That's the Universal theme park. 
not island. No, the Hulk. No, you said diagonally. That's that's in the other theme park. You have to get the train. No, to that's that one. Diagon Alley, Tom. No, it's Diagonelli. I've seen the film, Josh. I know how it's pronounced. Uh, mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I liked the uh, I, I liked the 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 I think I watched the, the Park Stop Orlando Park Stop did a little video as well after the announcement, and they're tallying up some of what they'd heard with what had now been officially announced. And it seems like there there may well be some screen elements as well, perhaps at the start of, of the ride. It kind of looked somewhat reminiscent of of how it works on on Kong Skull Island in terms of having screens to both you know either side of you to make it look like raptors are kind of running alongside you when you launch out of the first well launch uh, yeah which could be quite cool obviously there's that scene in the film Jurassic World where the, they let the raptors out of the paddock and they all kind of burst out at high speed I suppose it will try and echo that particular scene. Uh, so some more statistics we've got as well out of this this week, just to confirm. It's an Intermin coaster, uh, two launches. One will reach 70 miles per hour in 2.4 seconds, so I think it'll make it the fastest roller coaster on site at Universal Studios Florida, uh, which is exciting. Uh, 4,700 mm. feet of track, top height being the top hat of 155 feet, uh, which I think will also mean it's the tallest coaster at the resort. Uh, it will have a 360-degree barrel roll above the lagoon and a zero-gravity inverted stall, which Universal has described as a jaw-dropping manoeuvre that is the first of its kind. And all this, Josh, and that you're only going to have a lap restraint. I know. Isn't that exciting? Certainly is. Certainly is. Uh, I guess, I mean, that's not unprecedented. I, I'm trying to, I guess it will be one of those pretty bulky lap restraints. I'm trying to think of, um, I'm trying to think. Just, yeah, that, uh, Sorry, there, go ahead. There's been quite a few roller coasters across the you know theme parks that only have a uh, a lap restraint, not shoulder bars. Um, uh, I can't remember if there's one in the in the Florida already or not. Um, but well, I know like, but obviously certain states and certain countries have certain uh, restrictions on what restraints you can have. So in the UK, if it goes inverted, I'm pretty sure you need shoulder restraints. Um, whereas obviously. Uh, in America, it depends state to state. Yeah. I mean, the first roller coaster I ever went on that went upside down, Josh, uh, right of passage for me was Scorpion at Bush Gardens, which obviously is just one loop. Mm. And that's just a lap bar, which I, rem- okay. I remember being terrified about. I was like, wait, there's only a lap bar, but it goes upside down. You're going to fall out. <laughs> I didn't fall out. I'm fine. Uh, I may well have hit my head. As I've hit my head plenty during life, but not, not while on Scorpion specifically. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I want to say there's like a there's there's a there's a big boy coaster that I've that I've been on that also only has a lap bar. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mako is definitely that at SeaWorld, although that one doesn't actually go upside down. I don't suppose you've done Mako, have you? Have you been to SeaWorld recently enough to have done Mako? Um, no. Right. No. Yeah, that's just basically all about feeling weightless you know um it's kind of it just kind of goes up and down and up and down like you're on a wave essentially uh which is a, a fun sensation but it's not it's not the most thrilling of coasters but no, yeah i'm I trying don't. to think i'm sure there's like a as i say a big boy coaster that does go upside down that does only have a lap bar that i have been on 
and I'm racking my brains trying to think of what it is and I'm struggling. But um, yeah, th this one uh, this one will just have a lap bar, which is uh, which is exciting. Uh, they've also confirmed that car the cast of the movies will be involved. So you're going to have Chris Pratt, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and B.D. Wong. Uh, no sign of the original trio, unfortunately. No Sam Neill, no Jeff Goldblum and no Laura Dern. So a waste of time, well, if you ask me. What's the point? Jurassic World, were they? So They're going to be in the new one, though. Yeah, but it's not Jurassic World, is it? Come on. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, still exciting all the same. We'll see how good that new one is first, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm going to go, based on the track record, I think it will be bad. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, Do you have a prediction? I think you might be right. I mean, next summer is going to be insane for movies. You know, it's going to be absolutely crazy. And you think of everything that was already due for next year, Jurassic World being one of them. Uh, but, that, but now basically every big film from 2020 will almost certainly be 2021 now. You know, there are some that are still clinging on, like Dune is clinging on to 2020. Wonder Woman has been delayed a couple of times, but as of right now is still clinging on to 2020. I think it's like Boxing Day or something, which seems pointless. Uh, I think there might be a couple others. But by and large, everything, all the major releases that you might have expected to be pushing a billion dollars worldwide or, or surpassing that have been delayed. Uh so I would not be surprised if a lot of films that were origin originally due for 2021 are now pushed back into at least later that year or maybe even into 2022. Like The knock-on effect is going to be kind of crazy. I mean, I, I saw this morning already, not a, bit, not a big delay, but Fast and Furious 9, which I think had been due for April or March, having been yeah. delayed, is now May because it's getting out of the way of James Bond, which is now April. Um, so. It's going to be really funny when they still don't think the cinemas are worth it next year and they get pushed back to 2022. <sighs> well, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cinema. I want to be able to go back and watch some new films. <laughs> it's really it's really sad. Um, anyway, that's the Velocicoaster. Any other thoughts, Josh? Uh, no, not on the Velocicoaster. You know, I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Yes, definitely. Uh, there's been, been a fair bit of other universal news as well. Um, they're extending their ticket discounts that they introduced as a result of the pandemic to get you know the most amount of people in that they can right now. Uh, so that's good news, especially if you're local. You can have a, a relatively cheap day out to Universal if you're feeling up to it. Worth noting that coronavirus is still pretty rife in Florida, so obviously only go if you're taking all necessary precautions and feel uh, safe and healthy enough to do so. Although I think by and large people have been pretty impressed with how Universal have gone about things, relatively speaking, during the uh, coronavirus so far. Uh, and then also a pretty positive story. We talked earlier, obviously, about Disney's questionable treatment of staff. And I'm not trying to suggest that Universal are, are flawless in this respect, by the way. However, they have announced a pretty interesting affordable housing project for Orange County, which will um, be primarily designed to house... Uh, they're kind of seasonal workers who who might otherwise struggle to make ends meet, uh, which I, I thought was a, a a nice a nice project to to basically just uh, mention really on the podcast. Yeah, um, it certainly uh, counters the Disney news a little bit. Um, it's kind of kind of mad uh, hmm. that this that you know 
a company would be required to pr- pr- provide housing for people in 2020, you know? Um, yeah. That, that the market isn't strong enough or um, uh, doesn't have the uh, means to provide housing for these people in the first place is kind of mad. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine... I don't know what kind of... you know The, the, uh, the staff that this development uh, is for... Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I wonder what their kind of living situation is right now. Are these the kind of people that are that you do hear stories about having to sleep in their cars? You know, uh, mm. I would imagine so. But it's twenty acres of land that Universal has essentially donated for the purpose of this development, uh, where there will be. Uh, I did have the number here in terms of the number of uh, houses they're looking is this to just buy. The uh, Epic Universe land. I don't, I don't, oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, we've scaled back universe, epic universe. Uh, what was going to be classic monsters is now housing. They've gone full London Resort. <laughs> the irony, Josh. London Resort is going to happen. It's going to be epic universe that is housing. Can you imagine? We, we bet on the wrong horse this whole time. We did. Oh, I think they should sign a deal. They could do classic monsters at the London Resort. I'm sure they would be happy to have them. Oh, that'd be so good. It would. Um, although, frankly, you know, what's the point of having classic monsters when the scariest thing in North Kent already is Dartford After Dark, Josh? Oh, yeah. No point. Uh, so it's a thousand they're going for, a thousand high-quality, affordable apartments for Central Florida workers. Uh, got a quote here from John Sprouse, who is the Vice President for Administration at Universal Parks and Resorts. Executive Vice President, sorry. Uh, the need for affordable housing in Central Florida is strong and our vision is clear. We will make land available for affordable housing. We will bring the right partners to the project and we will set a high standard for the new community we create. Uh, do you think they'll build bespoke rides for the people that live here? <laughs> 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 Maybe this is the only... They'll rebuild Jaws exclusively for residents. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, I'm, I, I was wondering if they're going to like bring put a tram tour in but the tram tour is just getting the staff to the park yeah well they could re- they could make the development of recreation of Amity Island from the Jaws ride and everyone's just living oh, yeah. around Amity that'd be cool um, there's, there's a beach but instead of sharks it's alligators yes yes exactly uh, well, it's just they're alligators and they like they, they like glue fins to their backs like fancy dress <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, a bit more sort of PR puff here as well from the Orange County Mayor saying blah de blah de blah I'm great, it's great that Universal are you know, supporting the local community, etc. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, they're aiming to break ground in 2022. Um, so it's a little way off. It's a little but... way off, but yeah, it's cool. And um, we'll see what happens. On the face of it, it it's, it's, it's a great development, but yeah. It's, it's a couple of years to go, and we'll see things can change quickly, as we have seen uh, in this fine year 2020. Uh, another slice of universal news uh, concerning Volcano Bay, Josh, that you highlighted. What's going on? Uh, we cross now live. Josh, what's what's going on at Volcano Bay? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Tom. Yes. Um, <laughs> universal Orlando will be closing Volcano Bay from November 2nd, uh, and it will reopen in March 2021. 
they're stating that it's a seasonal closure uh, and they're you know going to do some maintenance and that sort of stuff. Uh, and they hope that this will be the only seasonal closure um, going forward. So we don't expect this. They don't expect this to be a yearly thing. Right. Well, I mean, you can't blame them for wanting to close over winter. It does get notoriously cold in Florida. This is the first closure, seasonal closure they will have since the park <laughs> opened. Um Oh, really? oh, that's that's interesting. I mean, I guess the Disney water parks are are they seasonal? I don't actually know. Uh, they are. They have seasonal time, uh, like openings, but I don't know whether they're right. Yeah, closed. If that makes I mean, sense. But, I mean, the, I think they do close for a short period of time, but I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, the, like to like do touch ups and stuff. The Disney water parks will have like filled their like closure quota. By the time they reopen, because as we spoke about, was it last week or the week before, um, they're now not reopening until March, which will mean they will have been closed for an entire year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Volcano Bay, I, I mean, I think some people were a little bit surprised that it did reopen along with uh, Universal and Islands Adventure earlier in the in the well, summer. because it's, it's a theme park, Tom, and not a water park. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can't... I, don't, I mean, I think... Um, Attendance has been has been okay, like you know, relatively speaking, considering what's been going on. I think more people have probably turned up than I would have expected. I, I think we've both said on here that a water park is maybe not the first place I'd want to be going during uh, when there's a pandemic on. But uh, no, certainly one that is potentially going to electrocute you as well. Yes, yes, but I don't know what's top of your list of concerns: being electrocuted or getting the coronavirus at Volcano Bay, um, or both. Weirdly, I think it's being electrocuted. Well, imagine going to hospital I, because I, I you've been weird, electrocuted and they tell you that much. And then they also say, oh, and by the way, you also, Ugh. you know that bloke you were behind in the queue for that big water slide? Yeah, yeah, coronavirus, you've got it as well. Coronavirus, yeah. Oh, nice one. Great. Great. Oh, that'd be awful. Um, yeah, so they're saying that, so if you, obviously, because this, this was unplanned, so uh, if you have tickets booked, um, for that period of time, you can uh, change it for no extra charge, uh, or you can cancel it, uh, and they'll waive the cancellation fee. Um, and if you have a three-part seasonal or annual pass um, that are valid beginning November second, you will receive two additional months to compensate for Volcano Bay's seasonal closure. So, you know they're they're doing good by it, even though it is closing. Yeah, yeah, can't can't really complain too much about that, I suppose. But uh, yeah, just means one less theme park to go to over the winter months, I suppose. Yes. But, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's that's all the universal news I've got. Kind of, anyway. Uh, the only other thing to mention is that California's theme parks are still shut, including Universal Studios Hollywood, and uh, we still don't know when they're going to reopen. There had been some expectation that the uh, state of California were going to announce uh, kind of potential reopening plans uh, for for theme parks in the state this week um, that's just coming to an end here, but nothing nothing was forthcoming. We heard nothing from them, so we we go on. It's, it remains a waiting game as to yeah. when, uh, at, at, for a time scale even, as to when they might reopen, let alone a specific date and a specific plan. So I think it's funny, uh, obviously California is still shut, but DeSantis, the Florida governor, is like, no, the theme parks can basically go back to normal now. Yes, yes. I mean, that's part of what is it, stage three or whatever they call it. I, I wouldn't be able to say this in a professional capacity, I don't think, because I need to be completely 
part, uh, impartial to absolutely everything. However, I will just put it out there off the record, uh, if that's possible to do on a podcast. Uh, he doesn't seem like a particularly bright man. That is the uh, views of you and the Park Rush podcast and not any uh, employer. Exactly, yes. These are my views. Yes. And not those of the BBC because I'm not employed by the BBC. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, so... Uh, but I, I also agree. That's good to know. Um, so yeah, Universal, Disneyland, SeaWorld San Diego, Legoland California, a handful of others. Still no sign that they're going to reopen anytime soon. Uh, if you want a theme park fix in California, the best you can do right now is City Walk or Downtown Disney, basically. And um, look, I like a day out at, at the place formerly known as Downtown Disney Florida, now Disney Springs, of course. I enjoy a day out there. That does that has sometimes provided me with a Disney fix. There have been years where we've gone to Florida and not actually done the Disney parks and go and get a Disney fix by spending an afternoon at Disney Springs, and that was always good fun. But I would imagine that even if you uh, really love it there, you would probably be growing tired of it if that's all you could do to get a Disney fix in California right now. I'm sure that there are plenty of people chomping at the bit to go back to those theme parks, but, uh, you know, yeah. health and safety comes Downtown first. Downtown Disney is different there as well, so, like, you can... Like, it's basically right next to the parks, right, there, where compared to Disney World. So mm. it's... You're so close yet so far. So close yet so far. Yeah, you could probably... There's probably, like, you know, a fence or a gate you can look through and... See yeah. the castle in the distance and not be able to go in. But uh, anyway, um, I'm sure it will. Well, I mean, it would get to the point of the year where you do wonder if they'll, if they'll reopen in 2020. It's kind of, it would seem mad, but this year has been crazy. And I think it might get uh, increasingly crazy before we see 2021. If we see 2021. I think if... If Disneyland opens this year, it will be for Christmas. Oh, I, oh, right. You think they're going to drop all the rules just for Christmas? <laughs> I've heard that somewhere it's before. Been... Yeah. Mm. Coronavirus is going to be visited by three ghosts. Uh, <laughs> Realise the error of its ways and everything is going to be fine in 2021. Who, who, is the represent, who represents coronavirus? Not Michael Caine. Who would it be? Uh... uh... Who would play coronavirus in this, uh, the coronavirus carol? <laughs> the coronavirus carol. Um, the ghost of coronavirus what? past. The ghost of coronavirus present and the ghost of coronavirus future. Needs need someone who's very good at playing an evil person. Um, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. Controversial. He is an actor. We know that. He is. He's a reality star. He's in Home Alone 2. Yeah, it's true. Home Alone 2 star. Donald Trump. Uh, who was that? The Christmas Carol that the BBC put out last year? Oh, that was um, Guy Pearce, wasn't it? He was very good, I thought. He would play an excellent coronavirus <laughs> uh, in Coronavirus Carol. <laughs> if we did episode titles based on stupid quotes, uh, the coronavirus carol would be nailed on for, the, for this week. Uh, anyway, um, that's going to do it, I think. Uh, if you want to... Uh, Tom, Tom. What? We have an email. Oh, we have an email. I don't believe you. Yeah. We normally, we're meant to do emails at the start. God damn it. Yeah, but then we started and I always forget. Is it a long email? Because I've got places to be. 
yes, we 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 can hold it back, I guess, for next week. Well, is, is it time sensitive at all? Is it? Should we be reading it out? Uh, there's there's a little bit about last week's podcast, but uh, let, let, let's save it. Let's save it. We'll save it for next week, and oh, we'll do it at the start. I'm li- sorry, little little tease. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this, but um. We'll do, we'll do it next week, I promise. Uh, if, if you want to email the show in the meantime, and maybe we'll have two emails to read next week. Oh, I know. That's been, it's been a long time since we've had two emails to read in one episode. <laughs> we have had it before, but it's been a very long time. It's a podcast at parkrush.com. And you can also tweet us as well if you prefer. That's at Parkrush Podcast. And, uh, well, you're meant to be able to watch us on Twitch, but somebody couldn't be asked last week. So I don't know whether you'll be able to exp- be able to watch us in the next week i don't know uh josh are you committed what's going on um should tuesday yes tuesday should be good um i mean you you said about watching rocky on thursday so i don't know whether we'll, i'll be able to w- do a rocky stream oh yes yes that's true rocky uh, stream <laughs> rocky we're gonna street. stream ourselves in the cinema watching rocky uh come and join <laughs> us come and join us from eight o'clock on thursday night uh, we're back. We're back, yeah. No, that's uh, Twitch. The cinema. Twi- Cinema's back. Twitch.tv slash parkrush, is that correct? Yeah. And then you can find yes. uh, archives on YouTube and the YouTube uh, Parkrush page, which the Parkrush YouTube page, rather. Um, what else uh, is going on? Yeah, that's... We we don't have... A, the channel name is ridiculous, so I'm not, I can't read that out, I'm afraid. That's fine. And you can find it on the show notes, can't you, at joshualawrence.info. Yes. Absolutely. Nice. Um, and you can find us at Parkrush dot com and uh i think that's everything so take it easy everybody uh, continue to try not to get coronavirus and we will see you next week until then goodbye goodbye <laughs>